You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to teach you how to move past your comfort zone. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. I have a visualization that I want to take you through towards the end, and I often do this with my clients, and it is so powerful. But before we go there, I want you to tap in and ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Now, let's be honest. What are you really afraid of? You might be like, I'm not afraid of anything, but let's get honest. There's something probably that you could move past. Like if I could move past my comfort zone in this, man, this would be so good to just move past it. It's not easy. Going beyond your comfort zone is tough, especially for sensitive people. We have, we have our own little routine. We like to stay in the comfort zone. It feels nice and cozy and safe. Let's talk about that for a second. Your mind, your brain will always tell you that there's something extra super wrong with you. And it's harder for you than it is for other people to move past a comfort zone. Listen, how do I know this? Because I do it to myself and I'm watching my clients, whether it's in a group coaching session or a one-on-one. Everybody, we all think this. It's just our brain's way of trying to keep us safe. Like it's doing us this favor, right? So I want to remind you that we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts every single day. And it's your brain's job to keep you safe. It keeps you safe by telling you not to do anything risky or dangerous or new. Now, when you think the thought... I'm getting ready to do something new. Your mind might interpret it as like, ooh, it's too risky. Ooh, that's dangerous. I'm going to ask you what's different from, you know, your version of dangerous than another person's. My level of danger or risky or new, and let's say my husband is completely different. So interpret that there's no right or wrong but interpret that for yourself. Maybe a risky move is like, I really need to get out and go walking, but there's this, there's this thing in my way. I don't know what it is. It feels like a block. It feels like an energy block. I can't make myself do it. I mean, it's something simple, as simple as that. Or maybe you've been wanting to write about your life. Maybe you've been wanting to, 
to start a blog, or maybe you've wanted to write a book, maybe you want to pick up music again, and it's been years and years, and your mind is saying, no, you know, you're rusty, you can't do it. I want to remind you that your brain will love to go to confusion in order to keep you safe. And this is where like this whole like, I like to think it's like my brain is doing like a ping pong game, like back and forth, back and forth. It's this loop of indecision and confusion. And then we get stuck in this loop. And it feels really frustrating because we know we need to do the thing. But it's like our mind is not letting us do the thing. Does that make sense? And I think it's, it's because the predictive predictability in life helps you feel safe, whether it's true or not. The mind loves to tell us things. The mind loves this constant conversation that <laughs> this little loop that we have. And if we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, they're usually filled with, in my experience and people that I talk to on a daily basis, filled with fear, doubt, and worry. Fear of the future, doubt that they can do it, and worry. And these are the, you know, when people tell me they can't visualize, you're already visualizing if you're a warrior. Or maybe it's a regret from the past. Like I did it one time and it didn't work out like I thought it should. So I'm never going to try it again. I, I hear that a lot as well. And I've done it a lot in myself. But I will remind you, it is very good to shake things up occasionally. And as much as I appreciate comfort, I love it. <laughs> I also know that as humans, we are here to evolve and help each other. So I will give you the example of starting this podcast. I was terrified. I'm not anymore. <laughs> but my first, probably my first five podcast episodes, I was like, people are going to think I'm silly or dumb. I'm going to sound dumb because I have a Southern accent and or, or whatever. People are going to judge me because I meditate or, or whatever. I mean, my mind came up with, I don't know, about 50 different stories of why I shouldn't start this podcast. So that is just a real quick, short example of, I will tell you, that cost me about six months because I had this story in my head and I was starting to believe it. Like it seemed super real to me that not starting a podcast was the safest thing to do. But my heart was like, you've got to get the word out. I'm an empath. There's other empaths. And I think we all kind of feel the same way. And so yeah, as much as I appreciate and long for comfort, I also know that discomfort, let me tell you, this discomfort of starting a podcast was so temporary compared to all of those months that I went back and forth in decision. And what am I going to talk about? I'm going to sound dumb. Look how much time I wasted. So I want to remind you that doing the thing, whether it's, I don't know, going out on a date for the first time in years or meeting a new friend or maybe doing maybe public speaking or, or, or whatever the thing is for you, it might be temporarily uncomfortable. But the payoff, I want you to focus on the payoff 
What could it potentially do? Who could you potentially meet? How could this potentially change the trajectory of your life? And I really think it's important for a lot of sensitive people. It's a, it's a balance for all of us sensitive people to find. And I've, I've said this numerous times, but going back to these empath groups that I'm in, it is, it, it breaks my heart. It feels like sometimes that people are enjoying being in the river of misery just because it's, it's comfortable for them. And I'm watching it and it, I kind of saw myself getting into the river of misery. I'm like, look, you can hang out there for a little bit, but let's not live there because months can go by, years can go by, decades can go by and lifetimes can go by and you're at the end and you're like, oh my gosh, I really, the biggest regrets are the things that you never tried that you're like, I had it in me. I was just, you know, I was a fraidy cat. I've done it. So I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, how can I go beyond my comfort level and grow? What do you really want? Maybe it means looking for a more fulfilling job or, but it's also risking like being unemployed or maybe being unhappy in this, this new job. I see that a lot. Like, Ooh, I've got a job opportunity, but this job's safe. I'm miserable, but it's at least I'm safe there. I would love to invite you to choose one area to explore for yourself. Choose one area. It's something that's been in your heart for a while. It's probably not a new thing. This is probably something that you've been thinking about for a while. Like, I really want to start this fill in the blank. It could be something really easy, really simple. And then I want you to stay open to the unexpected benefits of this beautiful transformation. Because I will tell you, the worst thing that can happen is only a feeling. How many times have you seen someone, or maybe it's you, I don't know, I've done it. How many times have you done something to avoid a feeling? Maybe you're watching too much TV. Maybe you're going right to your phone. I mean, we all know that. You're looking on social media because you're bored. Or maybe you're turning to food because you don't want to feel a feeling or you want to feel a different feeling. Maybe you're over drinking. Maybe you're over exercising. I have no idea, but we've all got something that we do that's kind of our go-to response because we don't want to feel the feeling. So let's do our visualization. Now this visualization is designed to help you move beyond your comfort zone. So keep in mind the thing that you want to do, but you're afraid to do it. I'm going to invite you if you're in a place where it's quiet and you're not driving or anything like that. If you're on a walk, pull over, (laughs) have a seat and be in a spot where you can take a couple of long, slow, deep breaths in through the nose. And as you exhale, I want you to imagine that gravity is a little bit 
stronger right now. And on the next exhale, I want you to imagine that the tiny little muscles in the back of your neck are nice and soft. Now breathe in and exhale. Think about the thing that you really want to do, but it's bringing up some fear for you or it's bringing up an emotion. Now emotions show up or feelings show up in the body. And what happens is that they get stuck in the body. So we're going to move through that. I want you to notice where this fear is showing up in your body or where this dread is showing up in your body. You can identify it. Maybe it's in your heart. Maybe it's in your chest. Maybe it's that dull, achy feeling in your throat. Maybe it's a tightness in your stomach. Maybe it's a tightness in the back of your neck. Sometimes that shows up as like a small tension headache. Now I want you to imagine that you're on the inside of that feeling. Use your visualization here. Tap into that area of the body and imagine you're on the inside of that feeling. You're witnessing this sensation that is happening as you think about this thing that you want to do but you're afraid. Now these emotions, they manifest in the body and they're going to show up for you. I want you to go a little bit deeper and I want you to identify a shape. Maybe it's round. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's changing shapes. Maybe it's jagged. Maybe it's sharp. Is it heavy? Is it light? Does it have a color? Use your beautiful intuition to tap in. Tap into it. Does it have a texture? Does it have... mm, Would it be hot or cold? Does it have a color? Identify this. The the more you can identify and tap into this, the clearer you're going to get. Whatever comes up for you. Now, I want you to ask yourself, is it moving? Is it expanding? Is it moving around? Is it changing shape? Is it spinning? Is it fast? Is it slow? Does it have a sound? Does it have like a low hum? Is it a high pitched feeling? 
Really tap into all these senses. Take a deep breath. And exhale and relax your shoulders. You're still identifying you're in this area of your body. When we connect with the breath, the breath starts to slow down. And with the breath, it helps slow everything down. The emotion gets a little bit slower. So just stay with the breath, always coming back to the breath. When fear hits or when anxiety hits, everything seems to speed up in the body. Identify that, maybe even put your hand on that part of the body to really, really connect right where you're feeling it. As you slow down with the breathing, You might notice that the area of the body where you're feeling it, maybe that changes shape as you breathe into it, connect with it. Maybe it changes color. Maybe it moves around, changes shape. It might slow down. It might even start to slowly disappear and fade away. As you're connecting with this sensation, ask it the question, why are you here? What are you trying to tell me? Is it fear? Is it fear of failure? Is it the thing that the mind wants to avoid? Take a few more breaths and notice what is happening in the body. And when it's comfortable, come back out of that sensation. Come back to your awareness. And so how did that feel? What just, you might just say, what just happened there? This is a powerful exercise. Now, what happens is that we want to rush over. We want to rush these things. We tend to be in a real big hurry to get to the finish line. And when we do that, we typically skip over the feeling part because sometimes feeling it, doesn't feel so great. But we have to feel those feelings to move, move that out of the body. So what just happened there? You just processed that emotion. You just moved that stuck emotion, that stuck energy out of the body in less than a few minutes. Now, what happens when you don't work with these emotions, moving them out of the body, they get stuck. They get stuck and we hold on to them. 
they're this familiar, sometimes it's a familiar pain, but you're so familiar with it. You feel like you're good friends with it and you don't want to break up. So instead of ignoring and skipping over the feeling that you're going to have to come back and learn time and time and time again, you might as well go through this exercise. You are empaths. You're very powerful. I hope you know that. You can easily tap into, you just used your intuition. You just meditated. You just moved stuck emotions out of the body that, I don't know, maybe you've been hanging on to for a really long time. The empaths, we feel all of it. We attract sometimes other people's emotions. Remember the emotional contagion, picking up other people's junk and putting them in the backpack that we're carrying around. And we're confused as to why we are feeling so heavy and drained. So sometimes we might pick up somebody else's emotion. This is a beautiful way to let go of that. By processing it, writing it out, meditating, moving that stuck energy out of the body, using your intuition, which is going to help you set up better boundaries with not only other people, but with yourself. These boundaries are for you. So I'd love to invite you to set your intention moving forward to identify an area that you would like to stretch beyond your comfort zone and be willing to risk feeling some discomfort in the process. Now, if you're ready to start thriving as an empath, if you're ready to start banishing those energy vampires, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and just go to the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself, say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. And I'll see you next time. Bye.